What's going on, international amigos of Spurs Nation? Hope you're having a wonderful night, wherever you are in the world. The Spurs went the distance. They went all 12 rounds. It looks like a bloodbath, right? You know, it looks like uh, that uh, Fury fight the other night. Um, it was a hell of a game. Ball 102 to 96. Um, with me today, guys, I have Ethan Quintero from SSPN, and I got Zach Montana from the Spurs Way podcast. Man, first off, guys, let me just get your your temperature off off this game. Uh, Ethan, let me let me throw it to you first. Overall, I thought we played pretty well, considering the Nuggets are definitely a better team on paper. Uh, I was hoping we could pull out a win. We kept it co close pretty much the whole time. It was kind of a back and forth, very competitive game. Uh, the big guys, the main guys played well. I thought, you know, DJ and Derek and Keldon, the main trio that you're looking for, everybody played pretty well. I think it just came down to, you know, Nikola Jokic is the best player on the court. And it's unfortunate, but he's going to pull that win out for the Nuggets pretty much 99% of the time. Yeah, Jokic was in like mid-season form tonight. Zach, what's your what's your uh, what's your temp after tonight's loss? I mean, it was a fun game to watch. They, uh, Ethan, kind of hit it around the nail. I mean, hit on the nail. It was Jokic can't stop Jokic no matter who we put on him. Um, Yacht got in foul trouble to start the game, which kind of threw the whole thing for a loop. Try to throw in Thad Young. Try to throw Eubanks. Try to throw different bodies at him. No one could really do anything, which is yeah. kind of an issue. Um, other than that, I mean, obviously the main guys did what we expected, what we wanted them to do. Keldon, well, I mean, come on. Derek was a true point guard tonight. He played he offense, defense, his ball distributing, him and Jakob in the high pick and roll, low, low pick and roll. It's, it's a beautiful beautiful thing to watch them too. Um, guys like to fight. They're young guys. They're scrappy. <laughs> We're going to see a lot of these type of games where it's going to go down to the wire. Are we going to pull them off? Uh, that's you know we'll see but it's gonna be fun yeah. to watch so so shout out to your background really quick Ma manu oh. and tony bro you, Both you, got shafted the other you day. guys you I'm guys right. know that you're top the your top like 20 in spurs nation's eyes like all time come on hey you, hey that they got shafted man it's just the way <laughs> yes, it goes i gotta i gotta give respect to the dudes who didn't make the seven the top 75 <laughs> i don't know yeah. how it didn't work out but yeah, it's 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 just a popularity contest as always with those Social power rankings. Numbers, yes. I call them I call them hype rankings instead of power rankings. There's a yeah. bunch of hype rankings. But all right, guys. So you're watching after the buzzer right here on Spurs Tube TV. If you haven't been on this show before, you haven't watched one of these shows before. Uh, we do a few things. First off, we're gonna give a game ball out, and that's to each of our own kind of preference on what that means, who gets that game ball. And then after that, we're going to talk a couple of the big stats of tonight's matchup versus the Denver Nuggets. Um, and then we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a, a glow spot. That's a, a big shining area that we can just, you know, feel very good about coming off tonight's win. I mean, coming off tonight's loss. And there's always a glow spot and a loss. And just like that, there's always a growth spot and a win. Um, and when a growth spot is an area that we can still improve on moving forward in this season. So when we get right back, guys, we're going to go ahead and talk about our game ball and who we're going to give that to tonight. Um, but before we do that, I want to remind you guys to make sure to subscribe to this channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, smash that like button down below. Chant Go Spurs Go when you're due. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast or Spotify Podcast, thank you for listening. Rate this podcast five stars down below. Thank you guys for watching. Let's go ahead and dish out a game ball. All right, Ethan, who are you going to give your game ball to tonight, man? Glad you the first, Rob, because I think we're all going to give out the same game ball to the same player. That's Keldon Johnson. 
he played the game tonight that we all are hoping that he can continue to play throughout the season. 27 points, 12 of 18, very efficient tonight. Only took two threes, didn't make either of them, but that's really not his game. That will come as the season progresses. He really was just attacking the rim and being super aggressive, which I love to see. Three for four from the free throw line, a little bit more efficient than he was the first couple uh, games in preseason than the one regular season, the game that we've seen so far. And he was just being his aggressive self, really getting into it with Aaron Gordon, trying okay. his best to body down low with the, with Nikola Jokic and Jeff Green, guys like that, and really just never giving up on any play, screaming and one. That's the kind of energy we need from Keldon Johnson. If he can continue to do this, I don't know if he can get 27 a night, but just play the same caliber of offense. You know, I'm really excited to see what he can do as the season progresses. So, Zach, you walk into that locker room right now and you're Coach Pop and, you know, you're feeling a type of way. And, you know, who are you going to give that game ball to uh, when you get in there? Well, I don't like to follow people. So, you know, I'm going to have to switch it up. I'm going to have to go with Jakob. I mean, you look at the stats. Unfortunately, he played the least amount of minutes in the starting five. He only played 26 minutes, which is significantly less than anyone. More minutes. I mean, you wanted to play more minutes. Derek White played 36 DeJounte played 34, Kelvin played 37, even McDermott played 30 minutes. So yeah. you're and his plus minus was the best on the team. Even though I'm not a big plus minus guy, his impact tonight, you could just see it when he's on the floor. The team plays so even Orlando game, Santa or this game right against Denver, he was he's a difference maker and he was plus 15, which is the best on the team. To, I mean, and by a wide margin. The the yeah. next highest was plus six. So him on the floor is a big difference. Seven for nine from the field, 15 points. And he dunked the ball a few times a day, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes. The ball. Dude, that was so nice. Off the Lonnie Walker dime, right? Down down lane in transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's one thing we kind of got mad. You know, dunk the ball, please. You're yeah. seven feet tall. No one's going to want to contest if you're going to keep dunking on people. They're going to yeah. start figuring out, hey, this guy's going to slam on you. You got to keep going with those soft finger rolls. Man, we don't need that. We need yeah. jam. So that's if- what I'm going to give my game ball out to you. I'm going to switch it up. Yeah. Plus, my he, he played great. And yeah. it's unfortunate he got in foul trouble. That's exactly right, man. It was that foul trouble that kind of kept him out of the game when we needed him. It was obvious. Even though Jokic can't be stopped, Jak- Jakob did a hell of a job guarding him tonight. And, uh, Ethan, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, how do you give it to anyone but Keldon tonight? I mean, just the dude uh, answered a lot of questions tonight. And I think, um, you know, like you said, can he bring this type of game every night is going to be the question moving forward. But the, the question that he answered for me was who's going to score the ball when Doug McDermott's not? And that was like, a, that's a that's a huge question for me about this team. And Keldon came out punching, 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 scored what, the first seven points. Um, at eight, He had 18 at half. And, go, you know, coming into the third, I'm like, oh, I hope he ha- doesn't have one of those signature good first halves, don't ever see you again in the second half. And he didn't, man. He kept punching, fighting away. Um, so I, I'm not mad at you for giving him your game ball. And Jakob is well, – he got my game ball against Orlando, man, because I'm loving what he's bringing to the table. And and he was huge tonight. Um, but just to kind of differentiate here a little bit for Spurs Nation, I'm going to go ahead and give it to DeJounte Murray. And he, he and Keldon were my two guys kind of all night that I was seeing. Um, DeJounte is showing so much more um, imp- improvement in his jump shot. I mean, he's hitting big shots. He's going on runs. The whole squad was kind of going on runs, and that's kind of what we're we're going to talk a little. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But what I love out of DJ tonight was a lot of leadership. I saw him get on Doug. I saw him get on Lonnie for not getting back in transition. I started. I saw him just kind of really like holding guys accountable. And and t- tonight, even though Kilden had you know that great game, Jakob was was really the X factor tonight. You're absolutely right. 
I'm going to go ahead and give that game ball to DeJounte Murray um, out of tonight's uh, loss. But, you know, great game from all three of those guys moving forward. All right, guys, so when we get right back, we're going to talk a couple big stats from tonight. Uh, just want to remind you guys, go Spurs, go smash that like button down below and chant go Spurs, go when you do. All right, Zach, I'm going to let you open this one up first, man. Um, you know, you're evaluating this game. What is a big stat that stood out to you? It can be a positive one or it can be one, you know, something that kind of showed a little soft spot in our armor. Um, what's his, what's a, a big uh, stat for you tonight? Six for 24 beyond the three-point line. It's not a mm -hmm. good stat to have, especially you had a lot of open threes. There was a few I remember. I mean, you had time to dribble, eat, a, eat some popcorn. Throw it out. I mean, there was a few that were wide open. And yeah. six for 24, you can't be shooting 25% and think you're in – Lose by six. I mean, and so I mean, I you know you don't like to go back and look at one or two plays there because that's really it's a forty-eight minute game. But mm -hmm. there are one or two. Oh, oh, see, I think I think uh, the bad shooting just kind of shot him right out the screen here. <laughs> <for a> second, <laughs> we'll see if Zach can join us back here in a second. Um, Ethan, you you want to go over your big stat or you want me to go for it? Uh, I can I can do either way. What are you feeling? Go 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 for it, Ethan. All righty. Uh, my big stat was also a negative one, unfortunately. There were a couple positive ones, but I'm going to go negative just to say I did. The bench was outscored tonight, 30-18, to 18, and that was something very obvious that I could see, just not even looking at the stat sheet. Uh, after the game, I was like, yeah, when our starters kind of left, <laughs> there he is. There's that. What just happened? Hey, bounce All back, man. Difficulties. <laughs> yeah. With that you bounce finish, back You finish, I'll carry on what I'm saying. All right, cool, cool. Sounds good. Yeah, so I was just saying the bench being outscored, being outplayed. We really couldn't get a bucket when DJ and Derek were off the court. It was very obvious. If the if the Nuggets could stop those two players from getting to the rack and creating for everybody else, we really couldn't find an opening to find a bucket. And Bryn Forbes is off tonight. Lonnie didn't play particularly well tonight. And when that happens, it's uh, it's difficult you know, for us to win a game. Yeah. Go for it, Zach. So uh, I think I got cut off when I was saying it's a 48 minute game. So it's a 40 minute. So I don't like looking at one or two plays, but you know you can look back and say, man, Doug McDermott's wide open in the corner, got to hit open threes. Devin had a few open threes. I mean, I, so you can't. You're not. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna win games in 2021 NBA shooting six twenty four from beyond the arc, especially when you're playing against the Nuggets who are a good three point shooter. And Monte Morris is not missing. So I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. So that was another thing. He seems to always have. His best game against the Spurs. Every every second stream point guard in the league seems yeah. to you know have their time against the Spurs. So add another one to the list. Yeah, you know those are those are two big points. Um, Ethan, I actually want to piggyback off yours real quick. I had that written down here too. Eighteen to thirty. I mean, it, it was the bench production, which we which which uh, we kind of glowed about last game, right? These guys came in last game against Orlando, and you know it was Orlando. That's why we had to take it with a grain of salt. You know they weren't a team that's really up to par out there. Um, and we lit them up, which is a which is a good thing. But here we go against you know a top four, type five team, top four or five team in the Western Conference, and uh, and we struggle. Our bench struggles, and uh, you know those are those are some huge stats uh, moving forward. Uh, Doug McDermott, like you like you were saying, Zach uh, was was uh, just non-existent. Non yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought I was thinking earlier, like in the third quarter, I was like, we just got to sit him already and play play Devin. I was like, Devin needs to eat up all his minutes maybe for the rest of the I, I like having him out there because like like he hit 
he hit a huge one, right? The one that he did hit was like late in the fourth quarter, Doug McDermott. So that's why you keep him on the game. But um, yeah, no, shooting shooting was a problem tonight. And that was definitely, you know, we only lose by six points and we're shooting that bad. That's that's got that's got to be good too. But we can chalk it up to good perimeter defense. I think on both sides of the floor, they they were nine for they were nine for thirty from the three. So it's not like they lit it up either. No, you're right, and and that's been they. The Spurs held teams in the preseason to 41%. Last game against Orlando, 41%. So their defense, they, they caused a lot of turnovers tonight. So, I mean, there wasn't anything to be mad about there, but you got to make shots to make or miss yeah. league. Yeah, the turnovers was going to be one of my big stats. And then I looked over on the other side. I was like, oh, they're turning it over just as much as, as we yeah, are. Same here. It's just, just one of those games, right? All right, guys. So we'll, Back and forth. Yeah, man. So when we get back, Spurs Nation, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about a glow spot. That's an area that that stood out in a positive way for us from tonight's 102-96 loss against the Denver Nuggets. We'll be right back. Cheap Spurs tickets are at SpursTubeTV.com. How to find the cheapest tickets to NBA games this season? Well, that's easy. Head over to SpursTubeTV.com. Check out the home menu. Click on the tickets tab and head over to our page that will send you to ScoreBig.com. They always are in the running for the cheapest tickets online, even against some of the bigger name companies like StubHub and SeatGeek. When you click on our links, it supports this channel. If you're planning on going to an NBA game, sporting event, or concert in the near future, stay safe. And remember to check if SpursTube TV can save you money before you purchase. The link is in the description below. If you want to support the content creators directly, head over to the shop at SpursTubeTV.com backslash shop to check out all the merch from the SpursTubeTV brand and all of their contributors. More merch coming soon. Shop link is in the description below. This channel only exists because of Patreon. Without our Patreon support, we could not have the funds to keep this ship afloat. So we are excited about this season and servicing our Patreon members. If you are in the fortunate position to pledge five, 10, or even $15 a month, you become a part of the backbone of this channel and get some sweet perks along the way. Join the Patreon, link is in the description below. So man, I was hyped up like this whole game, just like so lit. Like the, the the whole the first half was amazing to watch. There were so many glow spots, and and the team really put it together. I think offensively tonight and answered a lot of a lot of questions out there from Spurs Nation about all that. Um, but Ethan, I'm gonna throw it to you first, man. What's a glow spot from you tonight? Well, my man already kind of echoed it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. Pirtle's aggressiveness and his putback dunks was definitely the glow spot for me. Just him actually throwing a ball through the hoop was something rare that we haven't seen and not used to seeing. He usually tries to just lay it up. And tonight he was trying to be that physical presence down low and bang with the reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. So if he can continue doing that against guys that aren't at that same level as Nikola Jokic, I mean, his ceiling is through the roof for this, you know, as far as his role goes on this team. So just keep up that aggressiveness. That was really, really fun to see. 
I had I had it written down here, like in every quarter. Jakob is cleaning up the trash, man. Mm-hmm. He was just so active tonight. And when our guys are driving so aggressively to the rim, as our team does, as our young guys do all the time, um, he, that's something that he hadn't really shown over the past two, three seasons with us, being that aggressive and trying to clean that stuff up. Um, but it's it's kind of like that. I got your back. You got my back. I'm going to go ahead and just keep fighting for for you and for each other. And I see that a lot out of Jakob too, man, this season, man. That's a huge goal spot. Zach, what's something for you, man, that kind of stood out tonight? So I'm looking here again, and I see our backcourt, DeJounte, Derek, Keldon, and Devin all had two steals. Keldon had three steals. Ooh. So, I mean – we have guys get their hands in in making plays. So, um, as advertised, those guys are going to play defense. They got to bring on offensive end, but them playing defense is going to help because I mean we're not going to be that great of a half court offense. So you got to get steals, get moving, get in transition, and so I think um, they can average two steals a game each. We're going to be doing well. That might be best in the NBA, like like type defensive statistics. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Um, you know what? Those those are great points for me. It was I, I was sitting there in the in the third quarter, kind of halfway through the third quarter, and we had kind of slowed down a little bit. But up until that point, um, it kind of looked like we got tired, man. I mean, it, it. I was telling my wife, I was like, "There's like no better place to to start your road record than Denver, Colorado, a mile high up, and you have to you know battle the Denver Nuggets, who are a great team, and they have to battle that altitude. And it's a great just challenge." to start the season, I think. And it's, it's a huge, like, you know, like, bring yourself up here. Like, like you know, like, your measuring stick on the road. Hey, tonight, you know, it was it was, it was was a competitive game for, for, for the most part. Uh, but my huge glow stat tonight was the ability of our young guys to just go on on solo runs, I, I want to say. You know, it was like Keldon to start, you know, like, he, he dropped seven in a row. It, I think this is how the first quarter played out, if they, if they said this. I think they said this on the broadcast. It was like seven for Keldon, five for Derek. Four for um uh Jakob. Drew had his two, Drew had his Drew, two little hooks. Drew, Drew two, yeah, those were nice. His two hook shots on Nikola Jokic. So it was four in a row for him, and then it was like six in a row for DeJounte. And then again to start the third quarter, uh, we went on a 9-0 run, kind of like off DJ's back too, like to start the third. And I was like, oh my God, like these guys are can cook. These guys can actually like and and the ball is finding the hot hand, is is what I love about that. It's because these guys are that are on are getting those looks like two or three times in a row. That means that like your teammates on the floor know and they're communicating and they're looking at it and they're looking for whoever's hot and they're, and they're finding them. And that ball's finding the, 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 the hot guy. And tonight it was just a good sign moving forward uh, on the offensive side of the floor for the Spurs. I thought you have anything no, I, on that. No, I agree. Um, I mean, this team is going to struggle on the half court. We said that, but if they can get going and, and get in a groove, I mean, anyone who's played basketball knows that you want the ball in your hand, especially if you if you see it going in. You don't want to have to you don't want to make a basket and wait five minutes to get another shot. So, and that also I think it goes back to like how much they enjoy playing together. Because I mean, you see a buddy of yours going off, you're like, oh yeah, I want to get him again. You know, like he's he's on fire right now. Let me get him going again. So I mean, we've all been there as well. So I mean, I think that goes back to them just being such good good buddies off the court, want to see each other win. So I think it only can be a good thing in the long run because, I mean, you're, you're grooving. A lot of those guys are like Lonnie. I think Lonnie's more of like – he's more of a streaky guy. So you mm-hmm. want those streaky guys to really get shots when they're on fire. You don't want yeah. them to – it's like a J.R. Smith. You want him shooting. So yeah. I think a lot of these guys are streaky. So that's what it should be. That's what it's going to be in this season where you're going to have guys going. Kellen's going to be great. 
Lions have a great game. Derek's have a great game. Yaka, I mean, it's going to be that way all season. We're going to come on here and be like, oh, Derek, 30 points. What a great game. And then the next, it's going to be all, it's going to be different. So it's, it's the way it should be. It's basketball. Yeah. Yeah, and if, and if someone every kind of you know every, every game there's someone else kind of stepping up that kind of keeps us versatile too. Just you know for the rest of the league, you know keep them on their toes and just okay, we can't really game plan for for this or that because they're going to hit you with the two other things. You know what I mean? So so it's good to see that that balance on the floor, man. Because I'm watching some of these other teams like like I saw Brooklyn the other night. I, I I was just like that sucks. Like I would hate to be playing on that team. Like it was just like you have like one little role and and that's it. I mean, yeah, you're you're good. You're probably be, you'll probably be be one of the better teams in the league. But uh, I don't know. It's just kind of it's like a little microwave of what basketball actually is and and kind of what we see over here in San Antonio with that with that. Uh, I'm gonna call it that pretty game. It's not quite beautiful yet, you know. But did, did, like, did y'all see? Oh my God! If Jakob had finished, Jakob got fouled on that play. Yeah. But, but that behind the back pass with that. Oh, mm-hmm. y'all that know beautiful. What I'm about? I know exactly what you're talking about. It would have been the number one play on Sports Center. I feel like that would have been it's a great play. I looked at my wife and I was like, because she doesn't, she never really followed the Spurs too much, and I was like. You see that right there? If we would have finished that, that's what we had all of 2014. It was amazing. I was like, it was yeah. amazing. That's yeah. Boris Diaw type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was about to say that was a Boris Diaw touch pass in the in the paint mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of speaking of uh of top plays of the game, Jokic's pass that like like that was like a hologram and went through like three of our guys' oh, heads. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the guy misses the shot. I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you. And then he goes and grabs it himself and gets the end yeah. one. I'm like, no, no. Yeah, you know, it's just a typical MVP play. That's who oh, he is. Man, that was that was dirty, man. But he's not even was... jumping on the ground, getting offensive rebounds. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Oh man, but it was just th- this game was full of spectacular plays, man, on on both sides of the floor for both teams, right? So, all right, Spurs Nation. So that was our glow spot. Those were our glow spots of the night. When we come right back, we're gonna go ahead and talk about some areas that we still need to improve on in our growth spot, right? When we get right back, go Spurs, go. So as a coach, man, every time I see transition D at a subpar level, it ignites my fire, man. And and that's one of my big issues, like with some of our guys like Lonnie and, and some of these guys that are streaky is, is, is like when they're, when they're caught, when they're giving up buckets on the other end, there was a couple of times throughout this game where our guys were kind of doing that. We're falling asleep in transition late in that third quarter, middle, middle end of that third quarter. Oh my God. It was terrible to watch. Um, I thought we, we called the timeout with like two minutes left in that third quarter. And I was like, that's about three minutes too late on that timeout, man. <laughs> they're killing us right now. Yeah. Um, my notes say in the third quarter, half court offense is bad. <laughs> Sloppy finishing. Yeah missing open three so yeah it was a bad it was a bad yeah. third quarter yeah it was a really bad third quarter man so yeah i'm gonna throw it to you again right now with zach in a, in a second ethan what's uh what's one of your growth spots for tonight uh a couple and they've been touched on here and there as we've talked but for me it was the turnovers i know n- the nuggets also had were sloppy with the ball and also turned the ball over a lot but i think for us it's a little bit worse because we're not used to seeing the spurs turning the ball over like that's not what we do we're used to being one of the you know best teams in the league as far as that is a concern mm-hmm. and i think that really comes down to communication and just kind of getting used to playing with each other because there were a lot of passes where they just 
threw it to a guy, but he was moving the opposite direction. The ball just kind of drifted out of bounds. And it's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Like y'all got to get used <laughs> to knowing like who, where they like the ball, where everybody's yeah. going to be. Are you going to cut? You going to fade to the three point yeah. line, just small stuff like that. And if we could have limited that and been the usual, you know, status quo of what we usually do, uh, we probably could have pulled this win out easily because we only lost by uh, six and with all of these mistakes. Yeah, that's that's a great point, man. I was uh, at halftime. I was seeing that stat too, right? We had twelve. I think they had eleven at, at halftime. How many did we end up with for the game? Uh, so 18, 19, something like that. Turnovers, 20, 20. So 20. we had eight. We had eight in the second half, twelve in the first half. But you're you're absolutely right, man. I was like, it's twelve, but it's really like six. You know, I was like, yeah. maybe it's like seven, because like you said, it was just like, oh, like someone's driving to the to the rim. And kicking out to the guy in the corner, but KJ had moved up from the corner to the wing, you know, like, and there was no one there. And it was just like, ah, just a little bit of like, we're not that in sync yet, but it's early. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You can kind of like, you know, you, you can, you can brush those off a little bit. Um, it's those forced ones that, that I can't live with. Um, Zach, what's one of your, your other growth spots, uh, growth spots from tonight? Uh, I mean, I'm going to keep, I'm going to reiterate it all season. It's going to be the half court offense. There were so many times where they're coming down in, Drew, whoever it was, center. I mean, I, I'm not going to point out Jakob because Jakob played great, but it's Thaddeus and Drew. I mean, so I'm more. It's more pointing at two two birds, one stone right here, where I'm going to point out the big men off the bench not playing, not doing what they need to be doing, and just half court offense just being sloppy at times when you have two guys running into each other, running in the back of each other. Dudes, it's going not knowing where guys want to be. Um, you had to be consistent in the half court. You're not going to get stops every single time down the court teams are shooting 50 percent. you're gonna do the math you're only doing you're gonna have to get in the half court you're gonna have, yeah. you're gonna have to play half court offense at some point so and these guys are just it's second game so i'm not gonna sit here and, and you know harp on it too much but it is that's gonna be the key to this season that's because mm -hmm. last season that's the reason why we're in a lot of these games because we were we turned the ball over the least amount of the league so you're going to give yourself chances in this game. You don't turn the ball over 20 times. You turn it over 12 like you did last season. You're going to give yourself eight more chances to score, eight more chances to get a bucket. There's your six points right there. You know, that's yeah. so you go back and kind of that's going to be it. And a lot of those turnovers came in the half court where they mm -hmm. don't know where they're going. It's like, oh, I'm going to go off the screen and go right. And Drew's sliding to the right thing, and that's where you should roll. And it's like, come on, guys. I know you all practice this like. Where are we at? But it's second game. We're going to figure it out. That's what yeah. Tom's job is. These guys are used to playing first away game in front of fans again for a while. So, I mean, there are some things to be like, ah, let's, let's cut a little slack. We'll be all right. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, that kind of comes with the territory, with the style of offense that we run here, right? Like, we're not running many set plays. Yeah, guys are going and cutting and, and getting handoffs and giving it up. They're getting it, giving it up, receiving a screen, cutting back door off that screen. Jakob then is rolling to the other side to get somebody else open. There's just so much freedom of movement with this offense mm -hmm. that, that like, like you said, it's just second game. But when, when the ball slows, when, when, the, when the game slows down and we're playing in the half court, it's all about execution and 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 understanding what the what the goal is out of this half court set right you got 24 seconds you got to execute something to get a good shot and when we're kind of like out there not really knowing exactly what we're gonna do we're just we know that we're gonna 
you know, move the ball and stuff like that. It kind of leaves some room for error versus maybe like setting this double screen over here to get a wide open shooter coming up from the corner or something like that. Right. You know, so it's it's going to be uh, definitely a gross spot, like you said, to watch this season. Um, and it's good that we're pointing these out. It's OK. to I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for nitpicking right now. Uh, early on in the season because we got to track this stuff and see if we're growing if we're making adjustments to improve on these type of on our deficiencies because it felt like for the past two years we wouldn't do that no matter what no matter what was wrong we were just going to keep doing what we were doing you know and, mm -hmm. and i mean that was just kind of the territory we got put in so you're mm -hmm. kind of stuck with your way and what yeah. can you do at that point you're stuck in a contract so you're stuck in those ways it's stuck in that way of playing so this is going to be a fun it's gonna be a lot of free flowing high yeah. pick it's it's Jakob's the glue. I mean, we yeah. can point, we can point fingers everywhere. The guy you listen to their post game comments after Orlando, they said Jakob, Jakob, Jakob. A lot of them were like yeah. Jakob. This we ran the offense through Jakob. Jakob had seven assists. So I mean, yeah. a lot of what's going to happen is what Jakob does. If he can stay out of foul trouble, it was the same thing last year. Jakob gets in foul trouble, we lose the game. I mean, that's just yeah. like so. He's that's a big key to the season. Yeah. He he came back down to earth with one assist tonight. Hey, um, hey, it's regressive teams. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, honestly, just like shooting, like we've been saying all night, was was a huge growth spot. I mean, I I couldn't believe that Doug didn't score until until the third quarter off that catch on the three, and he just kind of ripped it baseline and and had a really nice finish off his baseline drive. I was like, bro, you should have done that like late first quarter when you were still getting all these open looks. You know what I mean? Like, go put the ball in the hole early. Go get to the free throw mm -hmm. line because so, he's good at that. It's not that he's like Bryn Forbes and when he gets chased off, he can't do anything. He gets chased oh. off and he can finish at the rim. I was like, come on, Doug. We need you, bro. Look, I was on Twitter loving on Bryn Forbes' resign. He needs to give me more, right? You're making <laughs> me look bad right now, Bryn. You're making me look bad. You right? know what it is, right? You know what, what is it is? What is it? He can't focus because he doesn't have his championship ring yet. And he's seeing oh. that thing. And he's just oh, yeah. like, oh, that thing is sick. He's like, all I can think about is, is all is all that all that bling on that ring. And he gets it tomorrow, right? He'll get it tomorrow. I think he's gonna get it when we go over there. Which is also like what this month? It's like, is it next weekend? Oh, wait, that's right. We play him in San Antonio, and then we play the mm -hmm. next week. Right. So I, I think next weekend we go to Milwaukee. So and we gotta wait, we gotta wait another week. Another week <laughs> before we see something out of Bryn. Come on, yeah. Bryn. He'll he's get like three bones. He's like he he's throwing like three three pointers like hard off the backboard. Like these things are like come with some heat. So he's he got blocked by Composo too. Mm -hmm. He's not oh, having yeah. a good start here. It's he's coming off. Here. He's coming off that screen, and he is like he is getting too bodied up. Like it looks like he can't do anything once he's coming off any any screens. Like can you like you know like come off the screen and get like a look to just get a pass off? It looks like he just gets like shut down. Yeah, Every time he kind of comes off a screen, he's coming right now. Make yeah, but make I, I have faith in Brent too. I have faith in Sparty. There's going to be games this season where he just lights it up for us against, you know, against some teams that maybe are a little bit subpar, but, you know, it's going to be huge in those games. I mean, he, he just needs to make a three. I mean, that was <laughs> one. He's over five, five, over six. He shot 47% last year. So, I mean, come yeah. on, man. And, and a growth oh, spot. A growth spot for tonight is that the Spurs are understanding and seeing that and, and just, you know, keeping him on the bench if he's not on. And I like that moving forward. It means oh, yeah. that there's no, there's no favoritism. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no, you know, anything going on. Not that I'm saying there was before, but there was just a lot of questionable decisions. Um, over would the we past call it favoritism or would we call it just kind of unfortunate situation that we were just kind of 
Look, favoritism was the wrong word. I take I take that one back for Spurs Nation because that's not what we do. But I felt like he was. It was like him or Bellinelli. It was like it was gonna be one of those two guys. Right, and and you're yeah. who are we picking? I mean, we're yeah. picking. We're don't got too good choices there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. But you're right. He only played ten minutes tonight. He played yeah. the least amount of play, that he played the least amount of people who played. So he played bad. Get him on the bench. Yeah, so if he comes out and like hits his first two shots, I think we can see more of him in the second half. But if he comes out and goes 0 for 3, 0 for 4, it's like, nope, we're done. Hmm. You're done for the night. It's a lot Look harder good. to shoot threes when you don't have Giannis on the court, too. That's yeah. <laughs> true. You do, make, <laughs> you do make a good point there. Yeah. You, can st- you can start icing those knees a little bit early tonight if you don't hit your first, your yeah, first two. No, you know, real quick, he's a shooter. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't need more than four or five shots from you, you know? So yeah. we need mm-hmm. you to hit your open shots. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of the things early, too, in this game when we're kind of struggling, everyone but Keldon a little bit early, was we are taking a lot of good shots. We had plenty of good shots. It's not that we can't find good shots. We just got to hit a few more of them, and, and then we'll be all right. I, I'm going to see the advanced stats. I'm going to look it up, and I'm sure we missed a decent amount of open threes, more than we missed against Orlando. Oh, Our yeah. percentage was probably really low because, I mean, we missed – there was open threes. It was not like we're missing bad shots. I don't remember um, – a time during the game where I was like, "Ugh, that's a bad shot. Why did, yeah. why did you take?" There was really no moment of that. A lot of it was like, "Uh, oh, this is kind of bad motion, bad offense. Where where are we at on this play?" But every shot we took was like, "Oh, it's a good look. That's a good play. I like the yeah. I like the movement. I like getting in the lane. I like the kick out. Whoever was shooting, I was fine with it." So, mm-hmm. I'm making shots. Man, we were about two Devin Vassell buckets away down the stretch. To closing this thing back up down to like one or, or tying it up with like two minutes left. So mm-hmm. we, we were in it, man. We were in it to the end. And and that's that's a huge sign just moving forward, too. It's like, yo, we're 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 in games, we're gonna be able to compete with everybody. And the Spurs gotta go back to San Antonio tonight. And they got Milwaukee tomorrow night. So there's no time to to uh to rest for the wicked man out here. No, you you get thrown in the fire at the start of the season. Yeah, I, I love it. Hey, let's get challenged early. Let's let's set let's set our bar high. A little early. Um, all right, guys. So that's that's going to be it here for After the Buzzer. Spurs Nation, thank you so much for, for hanging out with us tonight. The Spurs lose 96 to 102 to the Denver Nuggets. It was an awesome game, though. Honestly, I was telling my wife, it was one of the best games that I've seen in about two or three seasons. Like straight up, just the competitive fight that I saw out of multiple guys, the effort, the camaraderie. It was, it was just an awesome game to watch. And I'm, I'm comfortable saying that I think the Spurs can compete with just about damn near anyone in this regular season, right? Um, so I'm excited, man. So um, Ethan, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Ethan underscore Quintero. You can follow me on <clears> YouTube, <throat> like and subscribe to SSPN. Me and my buddy Jude McLaren are on there quite often if you want some more Spurs content. And uh, otherwise, you can find me on the street. <laughs> Zach, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, man? Uh, you know, I'm just – I'm on Twitter at uh, Zach underscore Mont- Montana and – Spurs way podcast, or just to look up the Spurs way, you'll find it. And uh, just want to give a shout out to all the people who are watching. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Yeah, thank you guys for for hanging out again. You can go to SpursTubeTV.com and check out all the content from from all the contributors this season on this show. Um, you can learn how to support the channel as well uh, over there at the website as well. So thank you. I'm Rob Trejo Jr. You can find all my stuff right here at SpursTubeTV. RTJ underscore SpursTubeTV on Twitter. Um, I'm still working on getting my, my Instagram handle changed, but Instagram's giving me a, a headache right now with all that. So, um, Spurs film room on Instagram. Um, I love getting on there and doing those stories and stuff, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think this is my first, my mom's first, uh, YouTube live share to tune into. So shout out to my mom for figuring it out. So 
Mrs. Montana, you're the real MVP, man. She's we appreciate learning, you joining in. She's learning. Yeah. Smash that like button at Chant Ghostbusters Go when you do. Not just Mrs. Montana, but all <laughs> you out there, all my international amigos, wherever you're at right now, let me know in the chat room, in the in the comment section down below if you're watching this post live. If you're in the Philippines, if you're in Canada, if you're in Australia, um, we're an international group here, Spurs Nation. That's what makes it so so beautiful, man. Um, so thank you guys for for tuning in. It's gonna be a great season. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one, which is next Tuesday against the Lakers. That's the next after the buzzer for you guys. So we're not going to do one tomorrow night for the Milwaukee game, but enjoy that game. Chant, go Spurs, go. Um, if we can come out compete against that one, it's a good sign. We can take a couple L's right now, but let's let's go out there and compete, right? So go Spurs, go. Y'all guys got anything else? That's it. Go Spurs. It. Go Spurs, go. I'll be there on Tuesday yelling, screaming against, against the Lakers. So that feels hey. that's me. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta record a little clip of uh of oh. the stadium, man. I was just watching that Orlando game was goosebumps, Great. bro. It was, it was awesome in there. It was, it felt like, uh, I don't know, it, it was just like, ah, uh, like life was somewhat normal. <laughs> man, dude, it, it just watching it from the TV, man, I can feel it. I can feel it. All right, guys, so go Spurs, go. Adios, amigos. Later, folks.